Have you felt these holiday stressors? Food temptations and sugar everywhere. Food pushers trying to get you to eat what they made. People you have to see who talk about topics you don't want to talk about. Foods that are only available this time of year and you struggle with fear of missing out. Feeling like you might as well just say screw it to any attempts to be healthy until January. Getting close to the end of the year and judging yourself for not being further along in your goals. I'm here to tell you that you don't have to wait until after the next holiday to prioritize your health. You don't have to resign yourself to stress, exhaustion, deprivation, discomfort, and shame this holiday. In my self-care keto holiday guide, you'll get a plan to navigate the food opportunities of the holidays from a mindset of self-care with a 50-page easy-to-use downloadable and printable guide, 26 easy, delicious keto holiday recipes that everyone will love, a holiday planner exercise that you can reuse holiday after holiday, year after year, and a bonus emotional eating mindset exercise. You're going to design a holiday plan that's focused on what you will actually enjoy because it's your holiday too. Uncover the people-pleasing mindsets that cause you to self-sabotage on holidays, have strategies for food and alcohol that actually work for you, have exciting new recipes to try, know how to handle food pushers and awkward food conversations, Develop self-awareness and self-compassion for emotional eating at the holidays. Know how to succeed anywhere, at home, at someone else's house, even at a restaurant or traveling. Feel in control and have zero regrets and be ready to get right back on track with a healthy mindset after a holiday. You can instantly download this great new resource for just $19 at theketofit.com slash holiday. So I really want to give our listeners some empowering information because, um, you know, I love on your website, like the first thing you say is like, are you dealing with all these, like, are you dealing with digestive issues? Are you dealing with stubborn weight gain? Like, and basically, you know, here's the driver. Has your doctor told you that nothing is wrong? And so, so many people, Mm -hmm. um, are kind of getting to a place where it's like, they're not going to get any answers unless they become their own advocates. Yeah. like you did with your daughter, like you, you yeah. took to the internet and started, you know, self teaching as much as you possibly could, because unfortunately, conventional medicine was telling you like, wait, we don't know, you probably just shouldn't worry about it. You know, it's fine, put her on birth control yeah. or whatever it is that they yeah. probably mm-hmm. told you to do. And so what are some um, labs or functional tests that you are looking at right now, that possibly <clears throat> if we were our own advocates that we could get our hands on and just ask for like, if, does insurance cover things that just aren't being offered to us? And like, what should we be asking our doctors for if we're not getting answers? Good question. So first of all, um, I feel like if you're struggling, food first. And then mm-hmm. second of all is if, if you do have access, you know, you're going to your doctor, um, ask for, depending on what's going on, if it's metabolic issues like your thyroid's off or you're having trouble with weight and, it, you know, it's stubborn and, and you're having digestive issues. I want to know the, um, you know, your, your fasting glucose for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, I want to know a, I, I, wanna, I want you, if you're able to go in and ask your doctor for a complete thyroid panel, mm-hmm. a comprehensive thyroid panel. That's not just the TSH. It right. is the free T4, three T3. And it's, it, you, can, you can look it up on the internet. You can even mm-hmm. order it on your own. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm looking at your inflammatory markers, the A1C and things like that. Um, I like to look at hormones. Okay, a lot of doctors don't, don't really just you know, automatically um, 
key or cue those up, your sex hormones, estradiol, um, progesterone and testosterone. Um, Insulin levels are always interesting if you're struggling Mm -hmm. with weight. Um, And some of those, and then, and then just looking at the CBC, there's amazing information on how your um, liver is functioning. And are you, um, you know, are, is there an infection present with the white blood cells, red blood cells, all of that? Mm-hmm. I mean, that's a little more nuanced, um, but yeah. it, it certainly is worth a gander at. And um, if, if, you know, I've got lots and lots of information just to offer with nutrients um, and cleaning up the gut to just kind of mm-hmm. see what's going on with that type of information that's probably, you know, you're doing once a year with your doctor. And you can ask for more, more tests that probably should be covered by insurance. Yeah. The others, the others are more um, self, you know, out of pocket expenses with maybe a gut test, um, stool test. I use GI map and then the mm-hmm. Dutch test looking at dried urine um, metabolites of, of, of hormones and cortisol. So that's, that's kind of, um, a, you know, a broader sense to kind of looking deeper at um, all, all things health, you know, all systems worth doing for sure. That's really good to just kind of like put some of those words out there in people's ears. Like, Hey, Mm -hmm. you haven't done everything you can do yet. If your doctor is telling you that, you know, we don't know, but they haven't done all of these tests, you know, there's, there's so much more that we could be looking at. And a lot of times it does take going to a functional practitioner to get some of the answers that you need. So how would you describe what you do as different than just like seeing a regular nutritionist or dietitian to try to lose weight? Like what if your doctor says, you know, if you say I'm having trouble losing weight, no matter what I do, doc, I just can't lose weight. And they write you a little, you know, referral to see a dietitian. Like what would be the difference between what you're doing versus what this person's doing? Well, the difference between me and maybe a dietitian, and there are some really good dietitians out there these mm-hmm. days, fortunately. Um, I don't have that training because I didn't al- align with the information of conventional wisdom. I'm going to look more into the functional ways, looking um, you know, at whole foods instead of more processed foods, and get really streamlined in maybe offering something for uh, glucose um, control, like maybe a berberine supplement, Mm -hmm. um, maybe something to really maximize cortisol, maybe Mm -hmm. looking at something to maximize um, a a, a nutrient that might seem deficient um, Mm -hmm. just from your symptoms that you, because you'll fill out an intense, um, pretty pretty lengthy uh, intake form before we meet. <clears throat> so I can look at your symptoms and just say, all right, what, w- what's going on here? And um, have you, you know, have you ever thought about this? Uh, a lot of it is science in my, um, you know, I have the science camp. I also have the intuitive camp where I can kind of sense what's going on and it's not woo woo. <clears throat> it's symptom driven. And yeah, we're, we're humans and the interaction between the two of us is going to get, pretty, uh, it becomes a big piece to what I do, just having the intuition and, and using that in, in uh, appreciating, you know, asking you targeted questions so that we can get down to what makes sense and, Mm -hmm. um, and, and try something new if you have not tried it. 
it, you know, yeah. that that's, that's a fun piece that's different than going into somebody more conventionally um, trained. And yeah. it seems it's fun. It, it works out well. And gosh, tweaking is what I'm all about. You know, mm -hmm. the, the way to optimize is kind of a nice, a nice segue into just kind of building health and giving you tools to be able to mm -hmm. play with, you know, after we've quit working together and use mm -hmm. forever. Um, so that, yeah. that's how I work. I love that because I mean, basically what I'm hearing is that the, the way that you're set apart is that because you do a functional approach and you're so data driven, you're, you're running yeah. all of the tests that we could possibly be looking at to right. try to get the information that we need for the root cause behind yeah. this. And so that's right. what most functional practitioners will do. But I also love that you're pointing out that you're a holistic healer yeah. really, and that you rely yeah. on your intuition as well. And so for maybe some people that are like, Given the side yeah. eye right now, like what yeah. is she talking what? about? Um, yeah. So I, I love this. I'm so into this. And, and um, you know, as a coach, I use my intuition regularly with people as well. Um, but how would you define intuition? Like, and, and how do you know when to use it? Or when does it arise? Maybe you're not deciding to use it, but it's just, a, you know, arising for you. And in terms of like following intuition and looking at data, because they seem you know, maybe to the layman's, you know, listening ear, like those don't seem like, they seem like opposite, right? It's, it's not opposite at all. It's a holistic and integrative approach to just appreciate. We do have the benefits of looking at a scientific, you know, data-driven test result. And <clears throat> yet we're human beings and we're unique and we're there's so such intrinsic in in information that that um <clears throat> kind of bubbles up so working together you know that's that's why we sit in front of each other although you know i'm 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 distance you know we're, we're via zoom or something but there's still a connection and offering what comes up intuitive in me to just kind of put it out there. I have no problem with that. That's, that's the gift of, of, you know, what, what I can offer knowing, and it is a deep knowing within me that I trust. Um, you know, I, I knew it when my daughter was sick and I knew it when, you know, I, I, I know it every day and it's, and it's something that I can't deny. And it's something that has, has gotten stronger and stronger within me as I evolve as a human being on the planet. And I feel so strongly that is, you know, it is your right to feel good in your body. And mm -hmm. if I can't offer what I'm, you know, sensing, then what's the point? You know, we, right. we, we can go to doctors every day of the week, but we can't get that, that, that kind of intuitive and maybe they use it too, but I just feel like there's a holistic, um, quality about what I offer in, mm -hmm. in, you know, that's different than it sets me apart from other practitioners. Yeah. So I'll, I'll just stand beside that all day long and, and yeah. trust that what, what comes up within me makes sense. So. Yeah. And I also love that you're using the word offer because, yeah. you know, it, 
it's really all about like, Hey, this is what I'm, I'm sensing, you know, does this yeah. resonate with you? Take it yeah. or leave it. You know? Yeah. I mean, we all, we're all humans and some days we might be off a little bit, you know, like maybe right. it's not going to resonate, but it's yeah. just an offer. And you know, then if the other person picks it up, then you can kind of move forward with that. Mm -hmm. If they're saying, yeah, actually that really does resonate. But you know, I think you and I understand what we're saying to each other, but maybe for the yeah. skeptic, like, could you give an example of, you know, uh, obviously, you know, anonymous, but maybe a client that you're thinking of where um, the data wasn't getting you to where you needed to be. And the intuition is what took you where you needed to be. Can you give a, an example? Oh, my gosh, it happens every day, but a, a, a prime example. Well, I think I, um, okay, I'll say there was a client who could not give up smoking. And um, I've got the scientific sense that um, it was a kind of a knee-jerk habit that, you know, maybe the neurotransmitter was deficient. And that, that's, that's information that is scientific. Yes. But the, the intuitive piece is, okay, the, the GABA is going to be, you know, exactly what you need. And we're going to kind of give that, give your body a sense of kind of the, the calmness that the GABA is going to give to you. So we're going to try it. Now that there, there's scientific, but it's a, there's a wisdom of, you know, of, of how it works in the body and, and how it makes sense for, for utilizing it for so many, so many ways of healing, if you will. It's a difficult question to answer, Jess, you know, yeah. because there, it, it's so etherical. I mean, it, mm -hmm. it, it's not concrete and yet it makes sense as far yeah. as, you know, knowing yeah. Interesting. I appreciate you trying it, at least trying to, to yeah. put it into words, but it sounds like sometimes yeah. you just have an inner knowing as to what is the best medicine for someone. Exactly. Whereas, yeah. you know, someone else would go to get the nicotine gum and, and quit mm -hmm. the habit of smoking. Well, that's, you know, I'll go a, a, one link deeper and just, you know, with what I understand to make sense and we'll, we'll offer that. So that's that, you know, that's, yeah. that's where my brain goes. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. so while we're getting into this, you know, topic yeah. of maybe um, bringing in like more of a spiritual component, uh -huh. because like you said earlier during your introduction, like you're convinced that we're so much more than just physical beings. So um, much more. There's a part of us above and beyond, you know, our physical bodies. Mm -hmm. um, and, you know, maybe some people believe that maybe some people don't. I, I know mm -hmm. you do. I do too. I believe that, you know. Yeah. We're a soul with a body, not a body with a soul. Um, totally. And so we can get ourselves really out of whack in our bodies when we have spiritual problems. It can manifest mm -hmm. in our physical sure. body. And so I was so intrigued while I was checking you out that you <laughs> use hypnosis as a way to maybe address an underlying spiritual component. Um, yeah. On your website, you listed about the hypnorition. <laughs> Um, mm -hmm. while I have some questions about it, I noticed that you had like a question, question, yeah. um, prep, prep, um, checklist, yeah. kind of like how to best yeah. prepare for a hypnosis session. And it offers all of these questions that you might want to bring 
to the session and it goes above and beyond health and it addresses like work and career and even like what is my life purpose and yeah. what is God and like all these things and I'm like right. wow okay so like what are you <laughs> doing with people with those questions um and like maybe could you give us an example like a like a story of somebody who mm -hmm. found really what they needed they weren't able to implement the strategies even though we were all kind of convinced this is what I need to do I need to stop smoking whatever it might be but I yeah, just can't yeah. seem to do it until we get through the spiritual block could you could you share that with us like so what are you doing with people and then maybe like a success story okay so the hypnosis kind of evolved um with the fact that spending time with the clients and giving them a minute to quiet down and get get really clear on uh, you know first of all feeling that peaceful state and being completely relaxed in the hyp hypnosis you know process is a gift in itself i mean mm -hmm. it's it's a deep meditative state that is very calm and peaceful and and lovely and we just don't get there you know, on our day to day. And so um, appreciating that opportunity to just kind of be in a very, very delicious, um, loving state and, and offering the client an opportunity to um, kind of heal in, in that moment um, with, with a, a tender, um, you know, look at, at who they really are, that, that, you know, they get rid of the conscious mind, then that subconscious comes through. And it's just such a beautiful opportunity and, um, and time. It, it, it's, it's all about time. That being said, um, I always kind of have the questions from the client, because I'll, it, it, it's all about them seeking from them it really has nothing to do about me. I facilitate for them. And so they'll come with their questions. You know, why, why am I not able to sm stop smoking? Mm -hmm. And why do I feel this anxiety? And why can't I lose the weight? And why can't I, you know, why am I self-sabotaging? And so many times um, together, because it's an interactive process. Hypnosis is so misunderstood. It's, mm -hmm. it's, um, it's so simple yet it's so feared by many because it's just a conversation that we have together and you're kind of not really looking at me. You're not um, looking at anything. You're quietly lying down and just in this very secure state where your, you know, access to your, uh, I will say higher self is mm -hmm. so prominent and the answers just come, they flow out of you so beautifully. Mm -hmm. And then we can play together with, for example, um, the, the, the woman with the smoking, this is just recent, so that's why it's right up in my conscious mind here. Um, she was so stressed and she was on medication for anxiety and she was smoking cigarettes, which you know is, is doing damage on a lot of levels. And she was drinking coffee, didn't really appreciate that coffee had pesticides, you know, amping up her um, 
her, her whole system, lighting up her system, if you will. We did the metabolic typing. We got through that, you know, whole diet piece. She felt better as a result, wanted to move forward and, and, and continue healing with the hypnourish session. And um, she talked about being, you know, so tight in her work environment. Okay. And she was not breathing deeply. She was anxious. And the information came through that, you know, that cigarette. And when she smoked, she would go outside. So the information came up of all she really needed was to go outside and take a deep breath of fresh air. Mm -hmm. The cigarette had nothing to do with it. So she kind of, she kind of figured out for herself that she could even take the cigarette in her fingers without lighting it and, you know, take a drag of nothing to unleash her body's, you know, all of those biochemicals that are going to make her feel better, give her what she needs. And maybe she would reduce the amount of cigarettes she'd be smoking Mm. in addition to quitting, you know, shortly thereafter. That being said, it's it's an opportunity and a, a modality to just give yourself the gift of time and yeah. um, play with what you never have played with before. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's so mm-hmm. interesting. And like, could you maybe give like a scientific explanation of how hypnosis truly works? Uh, it's not just a spiritual experience, but like the what's happening in our brainwave activity that's different from just like what we're going about day to day right now? Well, yeah, those theta waves are so therapeutic. And um, when you're in a state of uh, fight or flight 24 hours a day to give yourself a half an hour or an hour of something much different, you know, much like sleep, sometimes you get there in in sleep, not always. Um, It's, it's something that, that you can, do on your own. Mm-hmm. And once you appreciate how nurturing that is for your brain chemistry, for your whole body, um, it might just kind of give you just like exercise, you know, you, you finish up and you're like, Oh, my gosh, I should do this more often, because I feel great. Mm-hmm. The meditative state of hypnotherapy, or just meditation is going to do the same thing within the brain. So that's something that, yeah. you know, without getting too technical into brain chemistry, um, you know, our brain is the, uh, it, it, it's the circuit board for us and yeah. we need to nourish it just like everything else in our body. So yeah, I highly recommend <clears throat> all of it. So are we, um, you mentioned a theta state. Are we like when we're awake right now, like you and I, are mm-hmm. we in like an alpha state right now? Is that what it, what it would be called? Uh, most of the time. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, uh, without going back to, you know, the science books, um, I'm, I'm forgetting the, the actual terms, but, but yeah, we're in a very sympathetic state, fight or flight. We yeah. are on, we're, you know, yeah. not, we're not nurturing that rest and digest parasympathetic dominant mm-hmm. piece of our autonomic nervous system. That just mm-hmm. doesn't happen often enough. It needs to be 50, 50. How many times are we doing absolutely nothing, you know, <laughs> just really kind of leaning into that rest and digest. That's where we go to nurture. That's where we go to reboot. That's where we go to rebuild. And that is essential to the balance in our everyday existence. Um, That's why, you know, we, we're quote unquote, the history is, you know, that, that prayer before a meal, 
You should sit down for your meal. You should be ready to receive fuel. And the same thing with the, with the uh, brain chemistry, with sitting down to, to reboot in that meditative state and to create that balance so you're not running from the tiger 24 hours a day. You know, you're actually uh, gearing up to receive and be, you know, be um, rebooted, if you will. Yeah. 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 I was doing a little bit of research on it on my own previously and learning about the different brain states that we can possibly be in. And so like, you know, we're like Mm -hmm. in this alert brain state right now. And then when we go to sleep, we kind of go into like an what feels like an unconscious state. I mean, we go mm-hmm. off to, to dreamland or whatever, but when we're in deep sleep, like we're just, what are we doing? Sleep is that so ram. interesting, right? Yeah, so, yeah. Yeah, so, but then there's this kind of in-between state. And I don't know, I think this mm-hmm. is the theta state where you're kind of in between yeah. being yeah. alert and being asleep. And what I found to be so interesting was learning that children stay in this state yes. for most of their childhood. And so like my daughter is five right now. And so I think it's like up until like age seven or eight, um, children are able to be in this state most of the time, which is why they're so easily influenceable and they're so able to pretend play and use their imagination. And like their imagination feels real to them. Like, it's so cute. We just had, um, you know, my husband's parents over and my daughter's playing in her room and she's just chatting up a storm, like talking (laughs) making different people have different voices. Like she does Mm -hmm. this in the shower constantly. Like it's so cute to just kind of listen in because we're supposed to be able to do this and we don't do it anymore because we condition ourselves out of it being logical. But she's just playing with her imagination, living in this whole other reality that she's created. And at some point we turn this off. But the thing about it is like children's, um, you know, belief systems, everything that we believe our, our subconscious mind is being formed, like written in code in our brain between the ages of like zero and seven. And so we can rewrite that if we can get ourselves back into that same type of theta state, which is kind of what's happening with hypnosis, right? Or when somebody's having a spiritual experience, right? And so that's why it can be so life altering. And it can, it can be relied on because you can recreate it. And that's, that's where I want you to just appreciate how easy it is to get into that theta state and that you can do it yourself. You can, you can turn on a, you know, a YouTube sound bath, or Mm -hmm. you can listen to a hypnotherapy. You know, I've got a couple on my website and just sit for 10 minutes and just recreate and get back into that theta state. That's so nurturing. And so, I mean, our, it's, it's a divine right that we just don't appreciate um, mm-hmm. to be in that euphoric state of mind. And it should happen daily, at least, at yeah. least once a day. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I love that you're saying that because it really is such a beautiful untapped area that we don't yeah. spend a lot of time accessing. And I love that you said that it's a divine right because it's part of being human. We have the capability to totally. do it. We just leave it on the table because we want to scroll Instagram or we want to, you know, get one more thing checked off of our to-do list or whatever. But like, uh, man, yeah. it's such a life changing practice to get yourself into that state at least once a day. Well, being in a human body is difficult. I mean, this is, this is no joke. I mean, it's, <laughs> it's hard right now, especially with everything that we've dealt with in the past year, two years. And having the capabilities and the understanding and, and the awareness 
that we're so much more than this human body. It's so important, in my opinion, to just nurture that. And even if you're in an unhealthy body, you can access something so much more delicious and appreciate the um, and have the feelings of wholeness in spite of where you are in your body. You know, so many of us are uncomfortable in our body because maybe we're bigger than we want to be, or we have pain or, you know, whatever's going on. That doesn't matter when you are in that state, you are euphoric and it has nothing to do with your physicalness. Um, and so give, give yourself, you know, practice that and the rest of it becomes a little easier as a result of, of, you know, getting back, not that you ever should leave your body. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm not a, I, I, I'm not suggesting I want you out of your body because I don't. Right. I feel like we should be in our body. And um, it, it's very important to just kind of um, balance it all. Again, that balance in, in everything is critical and appreciate the access that we have, you know, as human beings on the planet, you know, just remembering that we are so much more and that's yeah. essential. Yeah. Yeah. That's so beautiful. And you know, I, I like that you're trying to explain it that way. You don't, you don't leave your body. It's just almost mm -hmm. like the, the protector part or the, the critic in you finally shuts off. And yeah. like, for me, the only thing that I can like equate it to mm -hmm. is like spiritual experience where it shuts off or sex is like the only okay. two times. Yeah. That right, that part right. Of my brain shuts up. Yeah. The part of me that yes. is just like, bah, 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 you got to do this. You, you didn't do this right. And yada, yada, that inner critic, always thinking of the it, next yeah. to do list, the protector yeah. part of me, it's trying to serve me. But in so many ways, you know, I just need a, a freaking break. Break. <laughs> and those Seriously. Me two times. Yes. Quiet inside of my head. Yes. Yeah. And you're just mm -hmm. along for the ride. And, and it's yeah. easy. And it, and it's, you know, something that, that, is our, you know, something we should actually put on the to-do list, yeah. you know? Yeah. Yeah. I love it. Oh, I Connie, thank it. you so much. This has been such a fun conversation and I thank would love you. it if you could share, um, where can people get in touch with you if they'd like to learn more about how they can work together with you, um, as a thank functional you. nutritionist or even just some of this, um, hypnosis or spiritual, right. um, component that we've been talking about. Right. Yeah. Tell us more. Where can people find you and get in touch with you? So my website is ConnieRutledge.com and I offer a 15 minute um, discovery call just like you to see if we're compatible and you can get your questions answered and I'll, you know, just we'll decide what makes sense moving forward. My Instagram, obviously here we are with Connie Rutledge Wellness. Yeah. Um, and, you know, my number's available on the website, text me. Um, email me, whatever, and let's get together and see see what we can see what we can do to I I expand your horizons um, and explore what makes sense moving forward for healing and and um, so you can feel good in your body. Yeah, yeah, awesome. That's what it's all about. I know we both have that same mission of just wanting people totally. to feel the best that they can possibly <clears throat> feel. Yeah. And we're just here trying to remove the blockages along the way and walk, walk right. the journey with people. So exactly. again, Connie, thank you so much. This has been a really, really, really fun conversation. And I appreciate your time. Jess, thank you so much. <laughs> hey, I have a fantastic it. rest of your day. Okay. You too. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. 
Did you know that I'm a weight loss coach exclusively for women? I work with clients one-on-one and in small groups. It's very personal and it's holistic. We talk about the practical and the personal, the habit changes and the mindset changes. It's a ton of listening to you and helping you unlock your motivation to do the things you already know, because of course everything you need to know is free on YouTube. Coaching is not just about changing behavior or habits, but changing beliefs, which means changing behavior for good. I would love to work with you. You can learn more about my coaching services at theketofit.com. In the meantime, I'll continue to serve you with free helpful content here on the podcast, and you can also find me on Facebook and Instagram at theketofit. Remember, you're allowed to be both a masterpiece and a work in progress simultaneously. See you next episode.